We're glad to have Pastor Jamron back with us teaching on the Trinity. Today's scripture reading is from Ephesians 1, 3 through 14. If you'd like to follow along in our Pew Bibles, this is on page 976. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. This is the word of the Lord. Please join me in giving a warm welcome to Pastor Jamran. Hello, hello, good morning, good morning. It's so good to be here. Um, just my name is Jumran Paul. Some of you might not know me. That um, in 1981, the Cambodian congregation began to worship here, and uh, until uh, 2000 something, and uh, the Lord led us to First Covenant Church, uh, January 2005. It is January 2024. It will be 20 years at First Covenant Church. I'm so grateful for Regent Church that uh, we as a friend uh, support Cambodia. Also, I want to thank you all as a region family, continue to remember Cambodia. It, um, it's such a blessing for the people of Cambodia to receive gift, love, prayer, financial support, and fervent prayer and encouragement. So, and I thank you for um, inviting me here to share the word. And today, it was a special Sunday. Some of you might not know, right? Do you know what this Sunday is about, this Sunday, today? And they call Trinity Sunday. Trinity Sunday. So let's begin with the word of the Lord. And um, let us pray. Father, we come before your presence with thanksgiving and in the powerful name of your son, Jesus. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, oh God, just speak to us. Show us your word and and also, Lord, shine the light from your holy word that we may understand um, the truth about the Trinity. Thank you, O oh God. In the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 
Amen. The truth about the Trinity. This is one of the most difficult topics to preach. But you know, even though it's difficult, because why we, um, we have a finite mind, we can understand about God through the flesh and blood and our own wisdom as human beings. But with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives inside us, that's what Jesus said in John 16, it said that the Holy Spirit will lead you into the truth and will teach you of the things that I teach you. So we have God's Spirit inside us and 1 Corinthians 2, 10 tells us that because we have the Spirit of God inside us can enlighten our hearts and enable us with his wisdom to understand the deeper things about Trinity. So the world don't understand, the world can't understand, the world never understand the Trinity. But we as the follower of Jesus, as a child of the living God, we are able to understand something about the Trinity. So this Sunday is a special Sunday in the Christian calendars. It's Trinity Sunday. That's why I would love to share the Word of God with you on this occasion. The word Trinity is not mentioned in the Bible. From Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, you can't find that word. But the Bible sheds light on this important topic. The doctrine of the Trinity is foundation to the Christian faith. It is crucial for properly understanding who God is, how he relates to us, and how we should relate to him. Also, what does the Bible teach us concerning the Trinity? I know that we, we, we long to, to see, to learn, to understand, and apply for our own life. But however, we as the follower of Jesus, we had the many, many reasons to be thankful, to lift up our hands and say, thank you, God the Father, thank you, God the Son, thank you, God the Holy Spirit, even though I can't understand at all, but I'm still thankful that you are existent, you are eternally, you are loved by all of us as his dear children. That's all I can say, that's all you can say, right? Amen? Because we can't understand at all. And there were three things I want to share with you about the Trinity, the truth about the Trinity. First, we learned about the meaning of the Trinity, the meaning of the Trinity. What does the Trinity mean? It's from 1 John 5, 7, 1 John 5, 7 through New Living Translation, it says that, for there are three that bear witness in heaven the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Somebody say amen. amen. This is the word of the Lord. It's not my word. I just repeat it to you guys, right? People of God, we heard, we heard the word of God. We believe in the word of God. We accept the word of God. We grateful for the word of God. That the only one verse that I can see in the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation 66 book in the Bible, this is the only one verse in the Bible that mentioned was three persons in the Trinity. God the Father, God the Word. See that the Word? 
We didn't see, you, you and I didn't see the word Jesus, right? Or you wouldn't see the word Son of God, right? But according to John, the Gospel, 1, 1 to 3, it said that in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God in the beginning. And John, the Gospel, 1, 14, it said that the Word became flesh. That means Jesus, the Son of God, the second person in the Trinity, became a human being like you and me. And the Bible also tells us in Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, that Jesus gave up his Godhead in heaven, became a human, like a born as a slave being like us. That's why we celebrate Christmas every year to remember the birth of our Savior. God the Son became God, became the Son of Man. The Son of God became the Son of Man, born like us, like you and me, and suffered and died for us, and rose again on the third day. And also that one God, three person, the doctrine of the Trinity means that there is one God who eternally exists as three distinct persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Stated differently, God is one in essence and three in person. These definitions express three crucial truths. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are distinct persons. Each person is fully God. There is only one God, not three God. One God and three persons. God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So let me give you illustrate that the best that, that we can illustrate about um, the Trinity, like water. First, vapors is water in the air. Second, water is the liquid form. Third, water in the solid form called ice. But they are waters. And like triangles, how many of you know triangle? I'm sure you all know, right? One triangle has three shapes. We don't call three triangle. We call one triangle with three shapes. So that means God, only one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is the mysterious about the Trinity. If you and I try to understand, fully understand about the Trinity, it will give you a lot of headache. But if you and I just say, thank you, Jesus, for giving us some wisdom to understand, to know the Trinity, the one who loved us, the one who laid down his life for us, the one who lives inside us, the one who always loves us and cares for us and active in the world. So that's the meaning of the Trinity. And also, we learn about the eternality of the Trinity, Psalm 91 and 2. Psalm 91 and 2. It says, that, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world from everlasting to everlasting. You are God. Somebody say amen. 
I mean, before the foundation of the world, before the world even existed, before Adam and Eve, before all religious leaders, before Buddha, before Muhammad, before Kongju, before any religious leader, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit already exists. From eternity to eternity. That's why Jesus said in Revelation 1.8, John wrote that. From the beginning to the end, I am the Alpha and the Omega. There's no one like me. Isaiah has 66 books in the same numbers, uh, 66 chapters in the same number of the whole Bible, 66 books. And mentioned a lot that Jehovah, the Lord God, Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, mentioned that I am the Lord God. There is none like me. Period. That's about eternality of the Trinity. And also we, we, we learn about something here that the number two, the magnificent of the Trinity, the magnificent of the Trinity. I love, I love the way that, that Jesus explained to um, Nicodemus in John the Gospel chapter three. When Nicodemus came to Jesus at night, it must be a, a reason he came at night. He tells Jesus that teachers, I know that you are the teacher from above. No one can perform this miracle like you. And Jesus told Nicodemus, Nicodemus, when you know about me from God, it's not enough. You must be born again. John 3, 3, you must be born again. So in, in order to see the kingdom of God. And then Nicodemus still don't understand, should, should we go in, inside the mother's womb and then be born again? And also Jesus told Nicodemus again, John 3, 5, you must be born from the water and the spirit of God in order to enter the kingdom of God. And then Nicodemus, the head of the teachers of the law still don't understand, cannot grasp the truth about Jesus. And Jesus said, the wind can blow everywhere. You don't know, but the way of the spirit move. So that's why the magnificence of the Trinity is so amazing that you and I cannot understand. But thank God that we as the child of God, the children of God, we was revealed by the truth from God's word and the spirit of God lives inside us, help us to understand something about the Trinity. We call the magnificence of the Trinity. And also that in Exodus, when Abraham sat at his tent, Three men came to visit Abraham. The moment Abraham saw that three men came to visit him, he knew right away that the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, became human beings and came to visit him. I want you to think this, people of God. Who am I? You can ask this question, who am I? Or what am I? that the mighty and the merciful God we call Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit came to visit us human beings and born as a baby in Bethlehem and gave his whole life die for us, carried the cross for us, 
crucified for us. This is be called grace. May God bless your heart, people of God. As you learn about the Trinity, as you listen about the Trinity, the truth about the Trinity. So I'm so thankful for the Bible that God has given us wisdom to understand, to know the truth about the Trinity. And also, number three, we learn about the movements of the Trinity. What does the Trinity do in the world from the beginning? From the Garden of Eden to the Garden of Golgotha and to Mount called Calvary. It is so amazing. So I want you to listen to this. The announcement of the Trinity by God himself from Mark chapter 1, verse 10 and 11. Mark 1, 10 and 11. And immediately coming up from the water, Jesus saw the heavens parting and the Spirit descending upon him like a dove. Then a voice come from heaven, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. You see that, beloved of God? God the Father spoke very clear in a powerful way from heaven by sending down His Holy Spirit upon the Son of God while the Son of God in the water at Jordan River. That's the announcement of the truth. God Himself revealed Himself to John the Baptist, to all of us and His followers whom he loved, whom he cared, whom he died for. And then also we learn about the admiration of the Trinity, the admiration of the Trinity, as you have heard that our sister Stephanie just read it from Ephesians 1, 3 to 14. Ephesians 1, 3 to 14 divide by three sections in a very powerful way. I'm so thankful for that passage. So Ephesians 1, verse 3 to verse 6, it's talking about the Father, one of the Godhead, the Trinity, the Father. What had the Father done? Give us all spiritual blessings. Have chosen us before the foundation of the world to be His children. And also loved us because of His great love for us, His unconditional love for us. That's why He has chosen us to be holy and blameless, to live by following Jesus to live like Jesus every day. And then the end of verse 6, so that, that his name can be praised. And then from 7 to verse 12, Ephesians 1, 7 to 12, talking about the, 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 the second person in the, the Trinity, God the Son, Jesus. He redeemed us. He gave himself for us. He sacrificed his body for us. He shed his blood for us. So we can be redeemed by put our trust and faith completely in the, in the Son of God named Jesus. And then we can praise his name. The end of verse 12. And then we can be saved and have salvation through faith in Jesus himself. And then Ephesians 1 verse 13 to 14, it tells us about the third person in God's head we call Trinity, the Holy Spirit. After we've been saved, He sealed us 
and secure our salvation we call eternal security. The moment that you and I, any individual human being, give our life to Jesus, we can be saved and sure and secure and sealed by the Holy Spirit lives inside us. How many of you ever bought pig meat in the marketplace, right? Anytime when you bought the pig meat, and on the skin you can see the seal, right? Color red, sometimes blue. That means to identify which company that belonged to that meat and came from. So when God, the Holy Spirit, seals you and me as his follower, not with the seal, but the stamp that made by human being, but live inside us. The Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 16 and 17, Jesus told his disciples that the world cannot understand. The world will never build, will never build to understand. But you know that the Holy Spirit lives inside you for eternity. He never depart from us. That's why Hebrews 13, 5 and 6 tell us that be content with what you have because the Lord said that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. We as human beings, we will forsake. We will abandon someone somehow, some way, sometime along the journey of life. We can see all over the universe. But Jesus, the God, the Father, the Son, the Spirit who lives inside us, never, never abandon or forsake us. This is the good news for you, people of God. This is the great news for you, people of God. This is the glad news for you that you need to understand that the Trinity, the moment that you and I have Jesus in our life, the Trinity, God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, live inside us forever. Amen? And then, not only that, we learn about the activity of the Trinity. So what did the, the Trinity done? If you look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, the word we, who are we? One, I mean, in spelling, grammar, we don't put S. Two, we put S, right? I mean, plural, God the Father and God the Son, God the Holy Spirit say that let us make man in our own images. God the Father united together, create you and me to be like him. But sadly, the image of God inside human beings has been destroyed by sin, by Satan, in the Garden of Eden, according to Genesis 3. That is why the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, came down to give his life for a ransom, to bring back the, the image of God inside us. The moment we have Jesus, we can live like Jesus again. Amen. We can have new life, we can have abundant life, we can have eternal life, we can have good life on earth, experience heaven on earth. There were seven things I want to share with you about Trinity in creation. Trinity in creation. So God the Father spoke, Hebrew 11.3. God the Son sustains, Hebrew 1.3. And God the Holy Spirit was stirring, Genesis 1.2. And then we can see Trinity in incarnation. Trinity in incarnation. God the Father sent the Son. John 5, 37. God the Son came in the flesh, 
John 1.14. And God, the Holy Spirit, come upon Luke 1.35. That his shadow over the Virgin Mary, and Virgin Mary became pregnant and gave birth. Is the Son of God. His name is Jesus. He saved his people. And then also we have Trinity in redemption. Trinity in redemption. God the Father predestined. Ephesians 1 5. And then God the Son paid the price. Ephesians 1 7. And then God the Holy Spirit promised. Ephesians 1 13 and 14. And also we can see Trinity in sanctification. God the Father prunes John 15.2. God the Son purifies John 15.3. And then God the Spirit produces fruit in the lives of the believers. 2 Thessalonians 2.13. And also we can see the Trinity in preaching. In the Old Testament, you have seen a lot of words mentioned that declares the sovereign Lord, declares the sovereign Lord. Amos 8, 11. But in the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you can see that, that I tell you the truth. The word I tell you the truth were proclaimed by the Lord Jesus, the second person of the Trinity himself. In the whole Bible, it mentioned a lot only in the Gospel of John, that Jesus said that, I tell you the truth, or verily, verily, or I say the truth. Because why? In John 14, 6, Jesus himself proclaimed that, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to God the Father except through me, named Jesus. And also in the book of Acts, 28 chapters, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit speaks. Acts 21:11, And also we can see the Trinity in fellowship. Fellowship with God the Father, 1 John 1, 3. Fellowship with God the Son, 1 Corinthians 1, 9. The Bible says that God called us to have fellowship with His Son, Jesus. And then follows fellowship with God the Holy Spirit. Philippians 2, 1. It is amazing, beloved of God, about the Trinity. I was so amazed at how the Bible shows us and sheds lights on the Trinity in a very dramatic way that I never be able to understand at all. I just say thank you, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit that gave us the word to study. And also the last one, Trinity in prayer, Trinity in prayer. Pray to God the Father, John 15, 16. Like Matthew 6, 9. Jesus taught his disciples and all of us, when you pray, you pray like this, our Father in heaven. Amen? Because we as his children, from every tongue, every tribe, every family, red, yellow, black, and white skin, we all the children of God, the moment that we give our life to Jesus, the Son of God, we become the children of God. And then praying in the name of God the Son, John 14, 14. That is why each time when we pray, 
in Jesus' name. Because why? There was the authority in the name of Jesus. There was power in the name of Jesus. It's the name above all names. The only name that can save you and me from sin, according to Acts 4.12. And the last one, praying through God the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 6.18. This is the word of the Lord, my brothers and sisters. May God bless your hearts as you open up your heart to learn about the Trinity, to live through the Trinity, live inside us day by day and lift up his name, glory and good, good and glorious name day by day. And then you can pray, God, give me more understanding about Trinity. I want to know you more than yesterday. I want to know you more than the day I give my life to you. I want to know you more continually. Like Paul said in Philippians 3.10, the last verse is that, I want to know Christ and his power of his resurrection. This is the truth about the Trinity. Let us pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Lord, we come before you with thanksgiving and praise. All that we can say, oh God, we thank you for your word of God. We thank you for uh, the revelation that you help us to understand something truth about the Trinity. So may we continue to, to go with you, to grow in you, and to glow for you day by day. In the good and glorious name of Jesus we pray. Amen.